Three, think big and the power of repetition. Friday evening, August 21, 82 days until the conference. 157 registrations. Hey, digi-literate, how's things? Dick was practically inaudible, with all the background noise drowning out his voice on the phone. Laughter, music, clinking glasses. Victor looked at the clock. It was 5.30. He had half an hour before he was supposed to meet his friends at the crippled horse. He never missed after-work drinks on Friday. I tried what's happening you. Why don't you have that, Dick said. Anyway, the weather's great, so we met up an hour early. We're outside on the terrace. He whistled into his phone. Victor winced and moved the phone away from his ear. You should see all the eye candy passing this place. It's pretty busy at the office, Victor began, noticing Casper through the open door, who was peering intently at his computer screen. Oh, come on, live a little. You're the boss, aren't you? Delegate, man. It's pretty much the first thing we learned to do at our MBA, and that's over 20 years ago. Dick's voice suddenly sounded far away. Yeah, go on. Then he spoke into the phone again. We're on our second round already. Take a break. It's the first time since the end of the holidays we're all together. Stella was asking after you already. I am ordering you a beer as we speak. Yeah, yeah, I'll try to get out of here soon. Victor finished the email he was writing. It was a passionate appeal, addressed to a researcher who wished to cancel his membership. Victor pointed out to him that one of his peers would be holding an interesting session at the conference. He wouldn't want to miss that, would he? It had cost him a considerable amount of time to find the right tone. But Victor sent the message off, feeling satisfied. He turned off his computer, picked up his bag, and walked over to his communications officer. Let's call it a day, Casper, he said. Good job. I will try to arrange an intern within the next few days. Casper nodded absentmindedly. I am just going to finish this. The PowerPoint template displayed on his screen was looking good. In the lower right corner, it said, hashtag Rodentia 15. He had known Stella almost as long as he had known Dick and Ronald. Ever since they had gone to university together, they had been going to the crippled horse. Stella's kindness and sincere interest in others made them feel at home there, as it did many others. On Friday afternoons, the joint was invariably packed. She walked onto the terrace, carrying a tray filled with beers when she caught sight of him. Would you look at that, Victor? Great to see you again. How are you? Balancing the tray on one hand, she kissed Victor on the cheeks. And your wife? Had a good holiday? Yeah. Great, all good. Yourself? Can't complain. Only the good die young, she said merrily. Shall I get you one while I'm at it? She added, indicating the tray. Great. Thanks. Dick and Ronald were engaged in an animated conversation when Victor arrived at their table. 
Digi-Victor, exclaimed Dick, locking him in a tight embrace. Long time no see, Vic, said Ronald. How was Spain? Great, though I've practically forgotten all about it already. It's been a hectic week. He sat down and put his phone on the table. Dick instantly snatched it. For starters, I am going to install WhatsApp for you. So annoying you don't have it. His fingers slid across the screen. Are you just going to allow that? Ronald asked in surprise. It's only a phone, Victor replied. Ronald shook his head and took a swig of his beer. There, you're all hooked up. Dick shoved the device back into Victor's hands, the latter taking no notice as he spotted the happy vets sitting at the other end of the terrace. He had read in the trade magazine for vets that they were treating the animals at the petting farm free of charge. He waved at them. He ought to check whether they'd registered for the conference yet. Suddenly, his phone started to vibrate in his hands, almost causing him to drop it. A message popped up on his screen. Welcome to the drinking trio, smiley face. Dick pinched his arm. Look, you've joined the drinks group. Now at least I can reach you normally. Normally? Victor laughed and took the beer Stella was handing him, after which he raised his glass with his friends. They talked about their recent travels to the mountains, pretty cabins, lazy beaches and green jungles, but swiftly moved on to clients, sales, and challenges for the fall. Dick had been promoted to marketing manager of Bug Bites, a new brand at Total Food Group. Grasshopper burgers, worm sausages, cricket snacks, he orated. In a year's time, everyone will be eating insects. We are going to radically alter the way this country looks at food. How are you going to do that then? Ronald asked. Advertising, advertising, and advertising. The power of repetition. Dick sat up straight and made bold arm gestures. Radio, television, internet, social media, the whole shebang. Does it actually taste nice? Victor asked. Dick looked at him as though this was a particularly stupid question to ask. You don't really think I've tried that stuff myself. Do you have any idea what's in it? All three of them burst out laughing. People around them looked up. What's so funny, inquired Stella, who was passing with a full tray and halted a moment. Worm sausage, Ronald replied dryly, and Victor almost choked on his beer. Dick held a long speech about strategic advertisement, complete with sophisticated words about a total mind shift and a new paradigm. Victor and Ronald exchanged a glance. Here he goes again. The first brief pause in his monologue was gratefully put to use by Ronald to switch to another topic. He placed his hand on Victor's shoulder. Haven't you got some big rodent conference coming up in November? How's that going? What conference? asked Dick. I haven't heard a thing. Is it on your Facebook page? He picked up his phone to check. Victor leaned back in his chair, took a large swig of his beer, and carefully placed his glass back on the table. It's 
going to be a bit of a close shave, this one. What do you mean? Ronald shifted his chair to face Victor. Victor spun his glass around slowly. We are far behind with registrations, and my employees are already overworked. We're going to try and use social media, but I wonder if it will do the trick. Found it, Dick said, triumphantly holding up his phone. Bit of a modest approach, though, Victor. An event's been created, but that's pretty much it. No wonder I missed it. You've got 12 people attending so far, yeah? Don't be mean, Dick, said Ronald. You know perfectly well not everyone indicates their attendance on Facebook, he turned to Victor. How many registrations do you actually have? 157. And how many do you need? Victor picked up a beer coaster and broke it in two. At least a thousand. Dick checked his screen and added, Within three months. Ouch, Ronald said. That's not going to be easy. I know, Victor said, and he threw the two halves of his coaster onto the table. They flew off the opposite side and fell on the floor. But what can I do? I've been trying to find an intern to help us out all day, and I can't even get that done. Stella stood by their table and pointed at the three empty glasses. Another round? Dick nodded yes to Stella, and subsequently turned to Victor. I know exactly what you should do. First, you have to start sitting up straight. Have a little more confidence in yourself, man. He jabbed Victor in the side. And then, you're going to breathe some new life into those morose social media accounts of yours. Just do it. Start by advertising. Advertising? On social media? Especially on social media. Everything someone fills in on their profile on Facebook or Twitter or wherever you can use. People's ages, single or married, the parties they attend, their profession. You can use all of that information to segment. And then, bam! Dick slammed his hand down on the table. Then, you bombard them with advertisements. Many and often. It costs next to nothing, so you can repeat endlessly. And you know, he paused for a moment, as though he was revealing a secret. The more you repeat a message, the greater the chance that people will buy. But isn't that really impersonal? Ronald asked. Surely you can do way better things on social media than simple advertising. I do believe Natso Ropro has really close ties with its members, doesn't it? That's true, Victor said. But I don't think they're on social media. Dick leaned over his phone, tapped at his screen a bit, looked at it incredulously, and started to laugh. Well, man, you're right. These numbers aren't going to get you anywhere. You've got all of 80 likes on Facebook, 50 followers on Twitter. Ronald shook his head. Yeah, that's not a lot. But make no mistake, nearly everyone uses social media nowadays, Victor. You can't tell me your target group is somehow different. You just haven't found them yet. That's what I mean, Dick uttered excitedly. That's exactly why you have to advertise. If they can't find you, they can't follow you. And if they're not following you, they won't receive your messages. But how, Victor asked. I wouldn't know where to start. You should stop asking so many questions, man, Dick replied. 
You need a thousand participants, therefore you need to advertise broadly. Think big. Don't be frugal. Go for it. Stella returned and put the beers on the table. Would you like to make use of our special offer? Today's special is Patapustinesca, $12.50, Catch of the Day is Grilled Salmon, $14.50, and the weekly dish is a Caesar salad for the incredible price of a tenner. She had recited the entire list in a single breath, without looking at the men once, as though she was singing to herself. They looked up at her in amazement. What do we care? Dick asked. Ronald kicked him underneath the table. Be nice. He turned to Stella. Stella, honey, you know we never dine here. Sorry, she said. It's the owner's new policy. He wants people to eat here more, so I have to mention the daily specials at least once to every guest. She lowered her voice. I think it's nonsense, too. But if I don't do it, I'll get in trouble. She tipped her head towards a camera, which was screwed onto the outer wall. She proceeded to hand out A5 copies outlining the menu. Victor and Ronald accepted them with feigned enthusiasm and waved them at the camera. Dick handed the flyer back. Sorry, I don't need this junk. After Stella had disappeared, Victor pensively folded the sheet of paper into an airplane and chucked it into the air. It crashed in front of his feet. Actually, it's hypocritical, Ronald said to Dick. You hand Stella back a flyer, yet you force your ads onto others. All those suggested messages on Facebook and promoted tweets on Twitter drive me crazy. I didn't ask for those, did I? If I find something annoying, I'm not going to impose the same thing onto someone else. And frankly, I think paying to get someone's attention is rather pathetic. Then what do you do with your training agency? Surely you recruit clients somehow. I simply keep my personal Facebook profile up to date. I see other people's messages on it and reply to them, personally, as Ronald. Not particularly professional, Dick muttered. You're not just Ronald Bose. Your brand is Bose Training, right? As a small entrepreneur, I sell myself more than I do my agency or my brand, Ronald replied. He turned once more to Victor. Specifically, by keeping an eye on other people's updates, I find out which issues arise, what occupies my target group, and I act on that. And you keep track of it all day long? Victor asked, unable to think of anything worse. Of course not, Ronald said. You could see it like a virtual cafe, a place where you meet up and talk to each other. You don't spend all day at the bar either, do you? Besides, with a bit of clever filtering, you can easily focus on a specific group or topic. By using hashtags, you mean? At least he'd picked that up today. Among other things, in addition, I've put some lists together on Twitter where I group people I want to follow. Per list, I only see that specific group's messages. For example, I have set up a list of clients, a list of potential clients, and one for my family. Oh, so you only look at those when it suits you, Victor asked. Ronald nodded. And then there's LinkedIn. <laughs> Dick shook his head and gestured to try and get Stella's attention. Victor shifted in his chair. He knew LinkedIn. He had an account on it. 
His son had created a profile for him, which he never used. He received weekly emails from acquaintances who wished to connect, but he wasn't quite sure what would happen if he accepted them. So he didn't. For example, in the updates I receive, I can see whose birthday it is or who has recently started a new job, Ronald explained. Then I congratulate them. When I have a little more time, I delve a little further into things, see what my business relations are up to, what groups they're in, and then I join them, answer questions, offer suggestions, reply. That way, they regularly see my name and face pass across their screens. Next time they're looking for training, guess who will be part of their shortlist? It sounded logical, but it all seemed pretty labor-intensive to Victor, and time was not a luxury they had at their disposal at Natso Row Pro. Dick had managed to grab hold of Stella and ordered chicken wings. Then he eyed Victor and Ronald, disapprovingly. Amateurs. What do you mean, amateurs? Ronald asked. Apparently it's working because I've got a pretty sturdy network, which produces a continuous flow of work. That might do the job for a small venture like yours, but you shouldn't talk Victor into doing half a job. It won't help him. A bit of chit-chat with the odd person you already know? What good does that do? Victor. Dick looked him in the eye. You need to think big. Broaden your horizons. You're not used to it, but you will have to start doing it. Put that communications kid of yours to work. What's his name again? Victor was distracted, because his phone gave a little beep. It was a message from Jacques Lodowicz. Ah, you're on WhatsApp. Finally trusting new media. Have a great weekend. Casper, said Victor. Casper, and allot some of your budget to it. Advertise, get yourself seen. Because if they don't see you, they'll see someone else. You don't have much time left. You have to reach a lot of people. Fast. Setting up an online advertising campaign will cost you a few hours and then it will do its own work from there on. Victor picked up his beer and downed the second half in one go. Do all the work on its own, he asked. Everything goes automatically. And you say it's not expensive. A fraction of the cost of printed advertising? Global reach. Victor put his empty glass on the table and looked around him. It did sound easy. Casper can get started on that on Monday, he said to himself, aloud. Exactly, said Dick, patting him on the back. That's my man. Just do it. And don't hold back. Think big. Through his teeth, he hissed at Ronald. Your mini-mart mentality isn't going to help this guy. Then I still have one problem, said Victor, his face darkening. Stella put a dish of piping hot chicken wings on the table. Casper's far too busy as it is. So we wanted to hire an intern to do this sort of thing, but there's no one about. What sort of intern? asked Stella. Communications, marketing, I don't care. As long as they have a text neck and a bit of social media know-how. Stella put her hand on his shoulder. Seriously? I have never been more serious. You know my daughter Katya, don't you? Dick winked at Victor. 
who looked at Stella with slight embarrassment. Luckily, she hadn't noticed it and continued, If it concerns social media, you need my Katya. She's really good at it, especially that Instantgram or whatever it's called. But is she looking for an internship? Victor asked. Coincidentally, yes. She was supposed to start somewhere in September, but the place went bankrupt last week. She needs something else, and soon. Victor nodded, took a bite of an onion ring, and burnt his tongue. Hans hate to hear her, he said. He chewed quickly with his mouth open and swallowed. I meant to say, sounds great, Stella. Can she come to my office on Monday? After the seventh round of drinks, they decided to head home. Victor sent a WhatsApp message to his wife, saying he would be home in ten minutes. He had had his phone for two years now and still didn't know how to turn off the autocorrect. Although this normally annoyed him, this time it made him laugh. The future of Not-So-Ro-Pro looked a little rosier already. If social media was the solution, they were well on their way now. As of Monday, he would have an intern who would work all of this out for them. She could get straight onto the advertisements. It would make for instantly visible results, including for the chairman. Victor hadn't quite gotten his head around it, but the more he understood it, the more he felt like social media could mean a great deal to them.